Hey, what's up, you guys? I went to the gym after work today, came home, and ate a big bowl of Skyline Chili, homemade, of course. And now I'm very excited to welcome you to the fifth episode of On to the Next Podcast. Okay, so I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've posted an episode. But the truth is, I feel like every other week I've been making an episode and then I'm like, sorry, I was traveling. And that's like the truth. And it's so much fun. And so I'm going to kind of recap the past couple weeks and then also talk about this past weekend. Um, It's Monday night right now. I'm making this. I'm going to post the episode early because I've been AWOL for a moment. But excited to dive into this first time talking about sports on the podcast really excited about it um but yeah i just thought i'd say you know what back to my original thought traveling and stuff i was headed to cincy to meet my mom to then drive to buffalo for the game and i just like thinking about it and i was like moving away has been fun because like I, like, am going back home, so it makes me feel like I'm, like, doing something that's fun, even though I'm just, like, going back home. But, like, it's just, like, adding some, just, like, excitement. Like, I'm, like, still traveling, and, like, I'm still doing things. I'm, like, putting on my calendar and being, like, hey, I'll meet you here and making plans. So it just, like, makes me feel like there's more excitement going on in my life than, like, when I lived in Cincy, and I was just, like, hanging out. You know what I mean? So that's been a lot of fun, and just, like, Buffalo in general, oh, my God. It was so much fun, like, just being in Buffalo, not even for the game, but, like, it's pretty dope, and I know that it snows there a lot, and it's cold and whatever, but no, it was, it snowed, like, thankfully, I mean, everyone knows that, the game was almost two weeks ago, but it was, like, out of a freaking Hallmark card, it felt like, and it was so cute, and I loved it, and the snow was so pretty, And it was fun just, like, being able to hang out with my mom and, like, her really good friend who I've known since I was born. Um, Her and her husband were there. And so it was, like, a lot of fun. And I got to see my mentor from the Bengals. We met up and they, like, tailgated with us for just a little bit before they headed in. But it was fun. It was, like, so good to see her. And then it was just, like, a little weekend trip. It was good times you know i made my mom listen to a podcast on the way there she didn't like it i know she didn't like it she's never listened to a podcast before and it was really good one it's called flourish but it was the one with whitney simmons and i love whitney simmons and that podcast is so good the episode she's on it made me cry the first time i listened to it um so it's just like i was just like love telling my mom about things that i enjoy i'm like oh my god and like she is amazing and i'm like telling her a whole entire life story and that's pretty much what i did with her with whitney simmons and i was like let's listen to her podcast and that one is like i swear it's like two hours two and a half hours long i don't know but my mom was like oh my god i was like you hate this she's like um <laughs> so it's good times um and then we went to niagara falls on the monday after the game um which was amazing neither of us have been there before so just especially going there with all the snow around it was just it was beautiful so that was a plus um and another note to that like i feel like i don't know people are so hesitant i was even like talking to somebody and i was talking about like how i went to buffalo and then like i was like i'm trying to go to arrowhead or the super bowl you know that was very painful to say right now 
However, like the Monday scaries are so real. <laughs> Anyways, um, and they were like, wow, I wish I had your bank account. And I'm like, bruh. I was like, your bank account probably looks better than mine, but I just look at it like, just do the damn thing. Like, who cares? Like, I even told them, I was like, how about you just go and then, like, come back and, like, be thankful enough that, like, you can, like, go to your job the next day and, like, make money to do it again. And they were like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I wasn't saying anything. I'm just, like, saying, like, everyone looks at things. Not everyone, I should say. But, like, so many people look at things the way you just looked at it. Like, I don't have the money for it. But it's also like, yeah, you do. Just, like, do it. It'll work itself out. You know, obviously don't, like, strip yourself too thin. But, like, just, like, find a friend. Go have a good time for a weekend. Work an extra shift. I don't know what you got to do. Don't get coffee that week. I don't know. But, like, make it happen. Like, don't make excuses. Just, like, do the damn thing, you know? Time is precious and life is fragile. And that's been a big lesson in my life but even this past year well 2022 I should stay just like electrified it even more so it's just something I'm think is very important and I think a lot of more people need to think about it in that perspective a little more because I promise you it's way more fun than buying coffee for two weeks and I love buying coffee so but you want to know what I wasn't buying coffee and i'm not poor and i went to buffalo so here we go and on another note about buffalo you know you guys it's so fun having a crush you know what i mean like i know you know what i mean it's so much fun having a crush on somebody like having a crush on a real human being that you like hang out with it's so much fun i also told this person to never ever ever listen to my podcast so I just pretty much added them right there. So if they're listening to it, it's not about you. <laughs> but it's like so much fun having a crush, especially after you like had a crush on somebody for so long and they like treated you like you were dirt and like didn't really care if you were alive. So like getting over that is just like fun. You know what I mean? It's fun to be like, oh, yay. Things aren't so serious anymore. Like let's just have fun, you know, like little girly pop energy, but yeah that's all i'm gonna leave that at because you know what it's just it's fun you guys (laughs) now i'm very excited to dig into all my my thoughts on yesterday's game okay and i want to look at it from you know a frustrated Bengals fan but also a frustrated person who enjoys sports but also take a step back from all of that and look at it as somebody who was in their professional level of their sport activity that they did for years and kind of how that looked and then kind of explain like why I look at things the way that I do in that sense. Now, and I'm very excited about this. Like I was thinking about on the way home from the gym, you know, my Alani New is still kicking. I was like, oh, we're excited because you want to know what? After I went to Buffalo, I didn't feel like doing anything you guys and I think it's because like my social battery was like going 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 and I like didn't sleep that much and like to the point where I took a nap and I never take naps but like I slept on the way home and I don't do that ever I'm like yay but I was sleepy I was tired I need some water I need something that wasn't fast food I was like okay 
I need like more than one sandwich a day. Like we were just, we were just like, we were just like being low with it. You know what I mean? Like being a little, um, what's the word? You know what I mean? Thrifty, but like not frugal, frugal. That's the word. All right. Um, but I feel like when I like go, 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 go like that. And then like have to drive seven hours home alone, like in the car by myself, it's just kind of like meh. But that car ride was fun because I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning and then drove back to Clemson and then went straight to work after that. So I was like going and then I had physical therapy afterwards. So it was like fun. And then I went to the gym and then I came home. But after that, oh my God, I was so drained. I was like, I don't want to do anything. And like literally when I say I didn't want to do anything, I meant anything. Like listen to the spiral. I'm so good at spiraling, dude. You guys, it's like a, I should put it on my resume that I can like spiral any situation if I think about it long enough. But I, I was tired. So after work, I didn't want to do anything. Okay. But I still went to the gym because I love going to the gym. I do. Going to the gym just makes me feel like I was productive during the day. Even if I wasn't productive, even if I went to the gym in the morning, woke up early, went to the gym, worked out, whatever, came home, made a great breakfast and then didn't do anything for the rest of the day, I would still be like, all right, you got your 10,000 steps in, you closed your rings, you ate food, proud of you. <laughs> you washed your dishes, like, good job. That's like a productive day, okay? And I like, if I didn't work out, I would probably feel like a lot more like, wow, you really didn't do anything today. But the fact that I took the time, the couple hours to go to the gym, which I love my drive to the gym, I turn on some great hype music, drink my pre-worky, whatever I feel like having that day, go to the gym. Go to the gym, put my headphones on, turn the music all the way up. I'm going to get tinnitus and it's going to be really scary one day when I'm old. And I just like enjoy it. Usually turn on podcasts, hawk or walk. Whatever, a couple hours goes by, I go home, enjoy my car ride home. Feels so just like great. You know what I mean? The endorphins, the serotonin's happening. And so... I really enjoy that part of my day. Try to incorporate it every day except my rest day, of course. But yeah. So aside from working out, (laughs) squeezing that in, even when I was exhausted, love that part of my day. So make it work. But then I like came home and I was like, I'm hungry, but I don't want to eat anything. It's not that I don't want to eat anything. I don't want to cook anything. And then I just like went through the spiral and I was like, But if I don't eat anything, then that time I just put in at the gym doesn't mean anything because you're not eating anything to replenish your body or nourish it to see like the results that you want. So then I got upset because I was like, so I have to cook because if I don't cook, then none of that just mattered. But then I was like, but I don't want to cook because cooking means I have to clean. I have to wash my dishes afterward and I don't want to do my dishes. Okay, (laughs) you can you can feel the spiral going on. So then I was like, why don't I just stop for food? But I don't want to stop for food because then that's just like throw money. Why don't I just go stay on the sidewalk and throw $10 on the ground? Because it's pretty much the same thing because I went to the store last night so I can come home to the fridge in the freezer of food that I purchased for myself and cook it and eat it. But I don't want to wash my dishes. So that's where we were going. We were going back and forth. I may have cried a little bit thinking about it and I ate Oreos, I think, for dinner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had a few Oreos though because I love Oreos. Double stuffed, of course. And then I like made eggs. I'm a big egg gal. 
I enjoy eggs. You know, even if I get start getting tired of eggs, you can just switch up which form they're in. Super easy. Cheapest meal I feel like you can ever eat in your entire life and add some veggies and a meat and you're good to go. Love me some Eggo waffles, so I usually eat those too, but yeah, super easy. But that's how my week went last week. But then the weekend came around and I was like feeling good, so I, you know, I did my workouts and I I cleaned my apartment and put some things together and I went shopping on Saturday and got a ton of stuff that I just felt like I needed like some more pillows for my living room which is like my favorite room in my apartment I love it um like a drying mat just like fun little stuff like that so that was that that's why I didn't make an episode last week long story short (laughs) 13 minutes later that's why because I was tired and there we go but now we're gonna go we're gonna go back up the spiral staircase to the topic of today's episode we're going to talk about sports because as a female who works in sports i enjoy talking about them okay it's fun i like having the conversation i like hearing somebody else's perspective and then being like okay molly maybe maybe you should just relax for a second because it's all right all right so that's what i'm going to talk to you guys about today and i'm very excited and i'm going to make this like a little series throughout you know just throw them in sprinkle them in here and there little little glitter to your week i love glitter i'm a big fan of glitter i grew up a performer i love that stuff but yeah so this is this is part one of the series okay little side note um i know that i mentioned before that i like turn music on in my living room while i do this to make myself feel better like i just I know that my neighbors can hear me and God bless them because I was screaming outside my lungs. Like when I say that, like I mean that, like I'm not being dramatic. I literally screamed at the top of my lungs in my apartment after the game last night. And I was like, I probably should not have done that at 11 o'clock at night, but I did it. So sorry about that. But um, Always on My Mind by Willie Nelson is playing right now and like, my colored people listening, you know that why that song is amazing because Zydeco and we love Zydeco and the people who don't know what color red is, YouTube it. It'll change your life. I promise. It changed mine. So, and you want to know what? I think things are so special. Like, you know that things are special when like, I wasn't even a part of this show. I was just like a little babe watching it. And like this song comes on and I like have to not cry when I listen to it because it's just like means so much to me. And I think that is just like when you definitely know something is special when you weren't even a part of it and it still gives you that same reaction. It's just, it's great. I'm very thankful that I have things like that in my life. Okay, so I definitely think the like theme of my podcast is just chaos. I'm so chaotic. And like, I like to, me and my friend send each other voice messages instead of texting sometimes and it's so much fun. And on Saturday, she was like, Molly, like that was so chaotic. Like I loved it, but like what is going on? (laughs) that's how I feel right now that's how I feel like all my my podcasts are is just like pure and utter chaos which is fun because like I feel really chaotic right now sometimes I really wish that I would like videotape myself so I could see how I look and it's just I don't know like it's just it's so funny like I I'm like moving my hands so much right now and you can't see it and I wish you could see it and I'm literally like talking at the speed of light and it's just I'm I'm funny I'm sorry (laughs) now I bring that up because you want to know what I think the perfect way to kick off Everything that we're going to talk about, I promise I'll get there eventually, is my ics of the week. And it's only Monday, but 
I was up in the gym and they were just, they were just coming out. My fingers were typing and typing and typing. And I was like, here we go. All right. So kicking it off strong with uh, Travis Kelsey. Never thought I'd see that day in my entire life. I couldn't sleep last night because I was so mad and just like frustrated and revved up. My blood was boiling. And I know that it was because my face was hot the entire game. And afterwards, I grabbed my ice roller and I'm pretty sure I defrosted it with my face. So that was super cool. Um, I woke up. Well, I guess I never was sleeping, but you know the point. Grabbed my phone, unfollowed him. I looked him up on Instagram and unfollowed him because I was like, you're icky. And I never thought that I would say that in my entire life. Number two, Chiefs. Three, Chiefs fans. Four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, the color red. Six, striped shirts. (laughs) Seven, right? People who stand in front of the free weights at the gym. Like, why? Grab your weights, go to a corner, lift them, come back, put them down. Okay, because like, you want to know what? I shouldn't have to say excuse me at the free weight stand to go grab weights because you're too busy curling them half a centimeter away from where you pick them up from like uh uh-uh I don't I don't people in gym don't bother me that much but come on you guys courtesy people walk slow okay this is anywhere but especially at the gym you want to know what I usually go into like the little multi-purpose room and stretch it out I did legs yesterday my hip flexors my glutes, my hamstrings, they're feeling it, okay? Try to take my time. They were they were shaking. They were shaking. Love that feeling. It's my favorite part about leg day is when I'm like, you want to know what? Good for you, Molly. Your form was great. I know it was. I know it was. And so I was like, let me, let me, let me stretch these out. Let me warm them up, make them feel a little better. Cause I'm stiff, okay? I'm walking out of the room, got my headphones on, I'm moving. I'm moving because I'm ready to go. I'm in the zone. This man walks out in front of me, which is fine. He he had the right of way. Walks out in front of me out of the men's locker room. I think he's leaving because you want to know what he's wearing? A hoodie, jeans, and he has a gym bag, okay? So I'm like, cool, 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 whatever. He's heading out. Cool, guy. You did a workout. Good for you. Did you take a shower too? You changed? Put some jeans on? Where are you going after this? You got plants? Whatever right so we're walking he slows down i swear to god but he's walking in the middle so like you got treadmills on one side and then the wall on the other so you can't really get around him oh my gosh when i tell you like like i was taking long strides and i paused i had i had to pause because he was walking so slowly and you want to know what he wasn't leaving he was he just got ready to do his workout because he got on the stair climber, one know he did, he dropped his bag. Which brings me to my next one. I don't know what number it is. People who wear jeans to the gym. Okay? Judgment-free zone, do whatever you want. But please stop wearing jeans at the gym. Like, seriously. Like, there should be a dress code for 100%. If girls get asked to put shirts on or whatever, then guys should, like, be enforced to wear proper gym clothes at the gym. It drives me insane. Like, literally. And I know that I'm in the South or whatever, but people were like walking on the treadmill in cowboy boots the other day. And I was just like, this is it. This is my last straw. So let's like not do that ever again. Thanks. Um, people who have poor form at the gym, which this is like low-key super mean of me to even have on the list. But you guys, I get everyone starts somewhere. I really do. I totally, I totally understand. And I think if you're in the gym and you're working on it, that's 
amazing because like a lot of people can't even get there to even like step foot into a gym and work out so I think that's incredible but like do not do something with the wrong form like be open to the constructive criticism only when it's constructive I think people confuse those two a lot um where they're just criticizing you versus actually helping you and I hate that too um that's also icky but like I don't know like I've been like in pain watching people work out the past week because I'm like you like seriously have no idea what you're about to do to your body like stop doing that so I don't know I just like don't love that because I'm like I want to help you fix it but I can't just walk up to you and be like you're doing that wrong like that would be icky of me you know what I'm saying but it bothers me it really does because like I don't know like I just don't want you to hurt yourself and I just like I don't know I can't explain that one that much but like you said, it's probably just mean of me to say that, but this is my last one. This was on Sunday when I was doing glutes, and I uh, was going to do hip thrusts. I did do hip thrusts, and I did one Smith machine, which, you know, whatever. Um, that's what Planet Fitness has, and I prefer to do those on a Smith machine, honestly. Um, and I was looking for a little barbell pad, okay? Because last time, I still had a pad, and I couldn't even do any heavy hip thrusts like heavier than I wanted to because it was so freaking heavy on my pelvis and my pubic bone which is that gross to say on the internet whatever it's body part anyways the girls know what I'm talking about and it like freaking bruised it and it hurt so bad and I was just like oh my god I hate these things but I was like you want to know what we're gonna do again we're gonna do it again so I'm like wandering around the gym looking for a barbell pad and I look next to me and it's this man using it for back squats and once upon a time someone told me you shouldn't use those for back squats anyway so I was very frustrated because you spent most of the sets lying down on the bench which whatever but I'm just like buddy you're doing a high bar squat put it on your little nook on your neck like everybody else and give it to me because you want to know what chivalry isn't dead and you should have seen that I was trying to thrust heavier weight than that and you should have been like oh my god your majesty here you go I'm just kidding that was dramatic of me but you guys like I just it made me so mad like I kept glaring at him because I was like <sighs> so it's okay I just made it work I just did more reps lighter weight you know I still felt it so it's all good but that's my that's my icky list and I thought it was so much fun I had such a good time typing it um but yeah that's it for the week I hate the color red so I don't really have like a structure in terms of what I'm going to talk about next um I have everything like written down about like what I want to talk about but um I guess the best starting place was and the most obvious one was about the officials. I'm just going to start there. We're just going to we're just going to dive right in. Um about the officials. And I know that there's all of the like the NFL is rigged and the game was rigged and blah 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 blah, which like yeah, felt that way. Um but I mm, yeah, okay. I just like encourage everyone. I love listening to Pat McAfee. Shout out Terry for being like the guy's great and then me being interested and being like I want to see and listening to him over a year ago because I listen to him almost every day um so I encourage you to listen to it from today especially Monday uh January 30th because he dives into this a lot 
And like, I'm just kind of going to leave it at that because it's his content and it's his opinions. And it's like what he was talking about. So I'm not going to sit on here and use that. But he talks about it a lot because, you know, I remember last year, especially like he talked about it a lot about like how poor the officiating was and how it was such a big issue in the NFL. Um, So last night was like a big like red flag to him too. Just like, I think he said 28,000 tweets trending with hashtag NFL is rigged or something like that. And he was like, that's bad. Like that is not good. Like you never want that to happen, blah, 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 which obviously yes. Um, but he just like gave his take on it about their take on things being rigged and, um, big Pat McAfee fan. So I agree with him on that, like his point of view on it. Um, cause he agrees that it sucks and he, that's the problem that we should be focusing on nothing else in terms of officiating like in terms of it being rigged like we should be looking at how the officials aren't good and like fixing that problem because that's the problem so he talks about that and it's great and I encourage you to listen to it because that's kind of where my mind was too but then he like kind of was like hey but like actually like, can't do that, blah, 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 blah. It's a lot harder than you think, throwing things out there. And I was like, okay, that actually makes a lot more sense. So listen to it. And the next thing I want to talk about is like, okay, so today at work, like I wore all black to work because my dramatic ass self was like, we're going to have a funeral. We're going to have a funeral today for this feeling. So I wore all black. Um, Got my Doc Martens on too, you know, adding in that extra angst and grunge. But not that that's any different from any other day, but anyways, um, (laughs) but I would literally, like, get on social media, see some stuff, and I was, like, on one, like, literally, anytime anyone posted any content about the Chiefs, I saw that stupid Travis Kelsey video, anything like that, I blocked him, I reported it, too, I said, hateful behavior, (laughs) I wish I was kidding, I'm not kidding, I know you guys know I'm not kidding, but that's what I was doing, because I was like, you wanna know what, I wanna see this, I don't wanna see this, talk to me in two months I don't want to see it okay um and I would like go to the bathroom and think about like a comment someone made and then like whisper scream in the mirror because it was like oh my god I was so frustrated (sighs) um but I bring that up because there was a tiktok video of a chief's fan a girl and she was like talking about osai which we'll talk about later I think. I'm pretty sure it was Osai and how he was sobbing on the sideline, which we all saw. And I don't know. She was just like, I'm really glad the Chiefs won, but this made me so sad, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, no, no. And the comments were like, their offense just didn't show up and they got outplayed and like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God. Because you want to know what? I'll say we didn't. We did not look great. We absolutely did not look great. Okay two interceptions, handful of sacks, like, we all saw it, we all know what was going on, okay, our defense looked great, love our defense, love our offense as well, wasn't saying that, but we didn't show up, I'll admit it, that's taking accountability, you know, even as a fan, like, being like, yeah, I saw that, but, like, you want to know what, your offense didn't look any better and your defense didn't look any better we were equal and that's something that's frustrating because the thing is is that they're all high and mighty on it and I was like you need to go take a cold shower tonight and relax because you got by on like the tip of your teeth scraping against the ground that's how you got by on a penalty that is a fair call I get it 
However, that's another thing about the officiating on a side note is that it's not consistent ever game to game, freaking quarter to quarter, play to play. It's not consistent at all. Literally one quarter, they'll call a play against a team. If it happens again in the third quarter, it's fine. It, it's magical. It makes sense now all of a sudden. Like, no, that's no. Mm, absolutely extremely frustrating. And that's how I feel about that play because, yeah, I know. I know the rule. If the quarterback is even heading towards out of bounds, then it's a personal foul, whatever. I understand that. However, Joe Burrow got a roughing the passer and no flag is thrown, none whatsoever. I know everybody else already saw the plays, the play-by-play, the breakdown, everything else. I know everybody already saw that, but it's just bullshit is what it is. And it really fires me up, okay? You can, I feel like you can feel it through the scream. Um, but that's why I thought it was so frustrating because I'm like, it would have been different if, you know, that call didn't happen. That play didn't happen. Whatever. And they scored a touchdown. And it was just like, okay, they scored a touchdown. They got one up on us. But I, I firmly believe, I firmly believe with our defense plays, with the time that was on the board, we could have shut that down. We would have been forced into overtime. And then whatever happened, happened. Okay, but that's not what happened, and it's really just annoying that that's how the game ended, and how they just think, like, Travis Kelsey was acting, like, belligerent as hell on the TV screen, thinking he just beat us by five touchdowns, when you, like, literally barely won the game, like, actually, like, in regular time, (laughs) no overtime, you barely won, so it was just, it's just obnoxious in every way possible, and I saw a TikTok this morning. I reported him, don't worry. About some kid from Barstool. And he was just like, I... He was like, I just didn't like the way the Bengals handled themselves last night. Or this whole week, really. And they were just like talking about how they were talking a ton of shit. And he was just like, you barely beat the Ravens. And like, you can't play like that. And you can't talk the talk. And then blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bruh. I know. I know. People have a lot of feelings about Eli Apple and the way he talks and whatever. And Mike Hilton starting the Burrowhead stuff. But honestly, that was funny. Mike Hilton saying that was hilarious. And all the Eli Apple crap from the week before, like he was literally just smoking a cigar and saying whatever came to his head. And it was comical. It was. If you watch the video, it was funny. But the thing is about Eli Apple, this is coming from a Bengals fan, is that I don't think about Eli Apple at all. I think about all the other members on the team who are fantastic, and not saying he isn't, he's just, he's good, whatever, he does the job most of the time, I feel like, he's he's literally just whatever, hot take, say what you want, do what you want with that, like, he's really not as bad playing-wise as everybody says, or thinks, yeah, he talks too much, but so do so many other players in the NFL, and so the fact that that's, like, the only thing people can think about when they think about the Cincinnati Bengals is super frustrating, because I'm like, how about you, like, instead of looking at Eli Apple or thinking about what he said three weeks ago, how about you look at Mike Hilton, literally, like, one of the best players ever, in my opinion, or Von Bell, you got Jesse Bates out there, too, you got Sam Hubbard, like, literally so much more going on, so... Putting that aside, um, I was like, the Bengals, the Bengals like need to talk shit because like nobody else is doing it for them. 
like that's how I look at it personally like no one is talking shit for them okay not everybody's being spoon-fed like the Chiefs and we all know that that's true we all listen to Tony Romo every single person listen to Tony Romo spoon feed and God knows what else to him last night after the game was over during halftime I'm not entirely sure I'm pretty sure I saw it on the tv screen too I was like can y'all get a room like please like take it somewhere else I'm trying to watch a football game and like they don't have that no matter what they have done like even with the Bills game, they went into Buffalo and they won the game in the snow. They won the game. I was there. You guys watched it. Everyone watched it. They won. Halfway through the third quarter, you knew we had this in the bag. Maybe at the third quarter, you knew. I hope you didn't know that early because anything can happen. But there became a point in third where we were like, okay, this is our game. Like, we know we won this. We're confident in what's going on. Okay. And then for the headlines to only be talking about Eli Apple when his comment didn't have anything to do with the player in question. Or that we cheated because we wore white in the snow. Like you're literally like taking something that like they worked hard for and you're discrediting it because of a uniform choice that they chose a week prior. And I was like, are you kidding me? And like some people are really good at those things not bothering them. But that stuff is so petty and annoying. It pisses me off. It really does. It bothered me all week. I'm not going to lie. But stuff like that like you're kidding right and like I know that if we beat the Chiefs last night it would have been like oh you only won because Patrick Mahomes sprained his ankle and you want to know what I didn't know a sprained ankle inhibited your ability to throw a ball with your damn arm I really didn't and I didn't think that someone could talk about a sprained ankle as much as Tony Romo as much as every other person in the entire world talked about Patrick Mahomes' sprained ankle this week. You want to know what? You can sprain your ankle tripping up a flight of stairs going to freaking class. Okay? I'm saying that because I probably did it. All right? You want to know something else? Not to make this about me because I'm not in the NFL. I'm not playing the NFL. I didn't play last night. Whatever. Didn't. I worked for the NFL. Okay? like to do it again one day, but I work in sports. That's it. That's the only, other than the fact that I enjoy them and I work in them, that's the only like association I have. However, just talking about sprained ankles, I know sprains hurt more than a break. I know that that's a thing. They suck. I get it. However, I broke my foot slash ankle and walked around on it, performed on it for a summer and a half because it was only a hairline fraction fracture at first and then it actually broke in half halfway through the first summer it broke um didn't know it was broken because I got an x-ray and they told me they couldn't see anything it's just sprained it's just sprained and I'm like okay cool walked around on it rehearsed on it practiced on it you know what they were like Molly take this rep off I did what I could okay to get through the summer came home they said nothing was wrong with it walked ran practiced danced every other thing on it for the whole next off season until a year later and then that's when I learned it was broken but not only was my ankle bone broken but I also broke my fifth metatarsal because I walked on it for a freaking year okay but I didn't just like break it hairline fracture whatever it was broken in half the bone was non-union they took bone marrow from my hip they put it in my ankle to make the bone go back together fractured cartilage all around my entire ankle I have some pretty gnarly scars and some cool 
cool hardware in my ankle it's fun to like be like hey touch this and people are like that's disgusting and I'm like okay but the point is is that like I did those things (laughs) and didn't complain I didn't I know I didn't complain because I was pissed off that I couldn't march or that I couldn't be doing it and I looked my doctor in the face and I said okay you told me not to go but I'm gonna go anyways so I'll see you in October is pretty much how the conversation went and he was like okay and that's what happened so like the fact that like and I'm just an ordinary person like doing just my normal day-to-day stuff so the fact that they talked about a damn high ankle sprain that often I was screaming at the top of my lungs like oh my god so unnecessary in every single way possible all right so I went on that little tangent but I'm bringing all that up because, like, that's not what happens with the Bengals. They always try to find a problem with it. And, like, I know that there was an article going around about the villains and how they're in the villains era, and that's the narrative they're taking on, but it's true. Like, I feel like they've always had to play with this chip on their shoulder, which is cool. Okay? Like, that, I get it. I'm motivated by anger and frustration as well. I always have been. Um... Like, I know in soccer, like, my coach would piss me off, and I'm playing soccer, and I'm in, like, from peewee until the sixth grade, so I was young, but my coach would, like, piss me off, and I would run down the field and score a goal on him right after that, and I was like, don't talk to me, but, like, it fueled me, it, like, made me, so I get it, okay, again, not a player in the NFL, whatever, it doesn't matter what I did, but I'm just bringing that up because I totally understand, but, like, I feel like after a while, like those chips turn into like a cement block and when the officials are calling things that they were calling last night like that is so discouraging and it messes up the entire flow of the game like I feel like like do they even know what game they're playing at that point because I know that a lot of times people are like I don't even know what the rules are because it's never the same so like I couldn't even imagine like how a player feels when they're like you know out there like doing their job in front of everybody and that's what's happening so that's why I think the players talk shit and I think people look at that as like you're being a sore loser and things like that but it's just frustration and they should be frustrated they have every right to be frustrated and it's also annoying that people are so obsessed with Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase and all this stuff and they're like he's the coolest guy ever and blah 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 but then turn around and shit on the Bengals right after that and I'm like Joey B is a bangle Jamar Chase is a bangle every other person on that roster is a player that you are obsessed with or you claim to be obsessed with and the thirst traps about Joe Burrow and all this stuff but like mm, how about we like don't do that you either like like the guy or you don't but like you can't sit there and be all obsessed with the guy and then turn around and be like your team cheats like no like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is. You can credit people where credit's due and, like, not, like, love them, okay? Like, do the opposite of that. Like, Patrick Mahomes, I won't, hmm. <clears throat> that saying his name made me want to throw up. But I will, I've literally said this to people and I'm like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a dog, okay? He's, he's great. He's proven that. But I don't like him. I don't. Like, so I feel like that's the difference instead of being like I'm obsessed with him but blah 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 like no and that's just my opinion on it so you can agree or disagree I don't really care but that's how I feel about that situation and it's really annoying and I also think that that's like 
an interesting thought too about like us being sore losers and things like that because like and this is by no means any slander against the bills or stefan or anything like that because like i love the bills my brother yells at me because i like the bills (laughs) as much as i do um but like when stefan gets frustrated and he cries on the sidelines people are just like he's just really passionate like he just cares so much blah 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 and like that's how I feel about it. That's how I look at him. Like, he's not being a crybaby. He's not throwing a tantrum in the sense that, like, we lost. He's frustrated because, like, they should have played better. And that's the difference between, like, being a crybaby and being passionate and caring about what you do. And I just feel like if we express those frustrations, then we're being sore losers and we're being crybabies and we didn't work hard enough and we blew it and, like, everything else. And, like, whatever. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Um, and I would feel that way about anything. And like, I've, my friend has called me out on this before, but it's just like, I know a win is a win, but if you don't play well, like, yeah, you may have won the game, but like, don't play like that again. Like you, like great that you got the dub, but like you looked like shit. And I don't really think that that's a good thing at all. And, like, people bring up the Ravens game with wildcard game. Like, yeah, we didn't look great. And we barely got by in that game. And, honestly, if it wasn't for Sam Hubbard and Logan Wilson making that play happen, we probably would have lost. Like, just throwing it out there. Like, probably. But we didn't. And that play saved it. And that play saved it not just, I mean, yeah, it was lucky. But, like, they're also, like, on their shit. And Sam Hubbard put his hands out and he caught the ball and he held onto the ball and he ran the ball down the field 98 yards and it was amazing. And so that wasn't like a, like a little like, oh, they handed that to you, anything like that. Like, no, that was damn hard work on Sam Hubbard's part. And like Logan Wilson setting him up for that assist. Like, you know what I mean? So like he won the game and he made that happen for us, but it's same with watching the Patriots game. Like, we barely got by in that game. And, like, it, that's a frustrating thing to watch when then you can go into Buffalo and, like, play that confidently in that hole and, like, looking fantastic. You know what I mean? So, like, that's just where I look at it, too, is that, like, you can be a fan and you can love things, but, like, taking a step back and looking at things from an unbiased opinion, too, like, are you pissed about the call because it's just on your team or are you pissed about the call because it's a bad call? Because that's a totally different conversation. So I think having that point of view and being like, yeah, win's a win, but like, why'd you look like that? Like that definitely comes from me like doing color guard and like, especially with drum corps, like there are literally instances which like, not to get into it today, but like Performing arts is not like a soccer game where you just show up and you beat the team and it's like, hey, did you win? Like, it doesn't work like that. There's a lot of politics that play into it. Just like, it's a whole process. Like, nothing really matters until the like last big regional where every drum course together for the first time that summer before championships. Like, you don't really know anything until then. So you have to do many, many shows before you like get to a winner because anything can happen. So it's not a lot of like oh did you win and you add up the columns and anything like that's not how it works um so like you could literally come in first place at a show and you always meet up with your well the whole core meets up and then you meet up with like your respective um sections and 
the court could have a great show and they all get to go have fun and chill and do whatever but like the color guard could have a terrible show and they would get screamed at but like you just came in first place but you weren't clean um there were drops um dirty like just whatever miss drill um you didn't look as good as you did in rehearsal that day like whatever like literally anything and they could be like um go eat snack real fast you have so and so time to be ready meet in the parking lot and you're gonna have spin club for the next 45 minutes until you have to get to butts and seats and that's what you would do and you would take things and sometimes staff would be there and watching you and they'd be like you did just fine at that in your show like why don't you take the thing you dropped like it was like rehearsal again after the show and you're like we just came in first place (laughs) but that's how like they treated us so like but you didn't look good so it doesn't matter like you're not like yeah you got the title but like you didn't look good doing it so like how about we fix that and we come back to the next show or the next game and like you look like the players or the performers or whatever it is that like they know that you are so that's where my perspective on that comes in which like I know that it's all different and performing arts are different than like your regular American whatever sports mainstream sports but that's just like my principle on the thing and that's where I'm like a dub's a dub but like look better next time that you get it which will be like I don't know I'm excited to dive into that a little more because that's like a whole other conversation which I definitely say every episode but um about like my perspective and point of view on all those things as well um like accountability and holding yourself to that high standard and all things like that so take that with a grain of salt but that's just where I'm coming from um next thing which I guess I kind of skipped around on that whole part I went on that little tangent about the ankle and I like kind of lost my train of thought because my gosh that just like really drove me insane like literally um like oh my god like oh my god (laughs) I just I can't um but yeah okay anyways um my eyes are closed and I'm just like trying to take a deep breath and keep myself from laughing because it's just so idiotic in so many ways um but like let's talk about Tony bro like what is up with these commentators for real and chris collinsworth like we all know he's annoying we all know tony's annoying and they're like i'm tired of having these people up on the tv and being like the faces and the personalities on television and they're just like sucking it up for real and it's just it's so frustrating and i like wish you could turn them off and just watch the freaking football game but you can't and it's annoying and i think like maybe like when you're cleaning the officiating staff out, why don't you clean out the TV personalities that you got? Because whew, I know that you can definitely get so many better people in that spot, like 100%. Now, the only thing that I will agree with Travis Kelsey on in his stupid little speech was that the proclamation the mayor put out was stupid. And I think it would have been stupid for anybody to do that at any point in their entire life to do something like that just because like that's not how I look at things so I personally just thought it was really dumb and it would be dumb for anybody ever in their entire life to do something like that just gonna reiterate that but so that's the only thing I agree with maybe he 
jinxed us a little bit. I don't really know, but that was stupid. That was dumb. So that's the only thing I agree with. Um, I don't know. I'm just like over the Mahomes narrative. I know a lot of people feel that way. I, like I mentioned before, like he's great. Like I'm never going to discredit him for being talented at football, but it's the whole like narrative behind him. Like pretty much being like Jesus walking on water or just like everything he's does being like the most amazing thing in the entire world and like that was something that was frustrating watching the game is that like they would literally I don't even know how much time they would take talking about Patrick Mahomes but then Joe Burrow would get the ball back and the offense would be back on the field and they would be like oh yeah so like this is Joe and like it seemed like such an afterthought and like that's also annoying because like last week you were talking about how amazing Joe Burrow is and comparing him to so and so and doing this and whatever. But like then he's out on the field trying to do his thing and you're literally sitting there and you're just being like, Oh yeah, he does that. He plays football too. Did you know that? And it wasn't all the time, but like I did notice it a few times and it was annoying because I'm like, you literally just talked about how great Patrick Mahomes looks wiping his ass and how he does it so much better than everybody else. And it was just like okay (laughs) so that's annoying I'm over that I'm literally over it because sometimes I think about it and I'm like you remove Travis Kelsey from that equation like are you your stats look the same are you completing as many plays and passes and everything like that is everything working out for you just the same because you target Kelsey all the time pretty much can predict that Travis Kelsey is going to get the ball every single play and I don't know like maybe change it up a little bit I just like personally don't think that makes you incredible because you're throwing the same receiver every time you're throwing to a receiver that like pretty much just like follows the ball is there even a play I don't think so you guys talk about how you just play backyard football all the time like you just throw the ball and Travis Kelsey runs and catches it that's what that's what's going on so we'll never discredit the talent never discredit Travis Kelsey's talent I'm just mad at him right now but I'm just saying. A little food for thought. That's like what I'm I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. That might piss people off. I don't really know. People would be like, Molly, you're a dumbass. And like, maybe I am. But like, I don't fucking care. Get your own microphone. Talk about yourself. Um, last thing, I guess, that I want to talk about in this category was just like, bro, talking about contracts, like, mm, that's a conversation I don't enjoy having. Um, Mostly because I feel like people are looking at it from, like, mm, the Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray bullshit perspective in terms of, like, you assume Joe's going to be greedy and throw fit and whatever. And maybe you're not assuming that much, but Tom Brady was never the highest paid quarterback and, like, players wanted to stay to play with him. So... I think that the narrative in that department is going to go a little different than I think like what people are thinking and assuming and like I hope when I say this I'm right about it and uh, I mean if not then I'm wrong but that's just like how I want to look at it is that like so many players have been like I like playing for Joe Burrow and I like playing in Cincinnati and I love what's being made here and coming from somebody who like has been in situations where like my age out Like, (laughs) the most disgraceful thing I think you could have been a part of. Dumpster fire, everything, every which direction. It was people who were part of that summer know exactly what I'm talking about. It was just 
embarrassing, honestly. Logistically, show-wise, everything. Like, literally everything. But what made that summer, like, so amazingly special and perfect are, like, the people that I was with. And I was so fortunate and grateful to be in a situation, and we all felt this way, that, like, no matter how much that summer sucked, like, we were with each other, and, like, we had so much fun. Like, literally so much fun. And I know I mentioned before, like, they're some of my favorite people in the entire world, and that's true. And so, like, I think people, like, need to look at it from that perspective. Like, yeah, it's their job, and, like, money's important, and, like, making sure that they get paid what they're worth and value and everything like that is very important. But there are also so many players out there who are getting paid more, paid way more than their value that they show out on the field. 100%. So I think the conversation is going to be more like, these are the people I need. We need to pay them. And we'll talk about me in a minute. I really do think it's going to go like that. I think Joe wants to build something here. He's made that statement very clear. That he wants to stay here as long as he can. Um... So, I don't know. I just think that it's a conversation people are quick to be so negative about. And so, it'd be like, we're going to lose everyone. And we have to say goodbye. All these people and blah, blah, blah. If we want to pay him and him and him and him. But, like, you have no idea what their point of view on that whole thing is. So, like, I think that's something that, like, people are worrying about. Especially five minutes after we lose a game. Like, that's a little too soon. Like, how about you chill for a second. Mourn the loss. Be pissed off for a little bit. And then maybe think about contracts when the contract conversation comes up. And it always comes up so early because I know that it's always right around the corner. But I don't know. I think uh, people are worried about it. And I I genuinely and like hope I'm so right that I don't think you need to be. And like granted, I know that in a perfect world, like you're not going to keep everyone. And I know that. And I know that you're going to have to say goodbye to some people. But the people people are assuming we're going to have to say goodbye to, I don't know. Don't just don't be so quick to like think that it's just how I'm feeling like and I also feel that way because it makes me sad and I get anxious about it and I don't want to think about it so I try to be positive but I also think that that's I think that's the way it's gonna go I really do um but yeah I guess that's it I feel like I just spewed a lot out there and I don't really know if any of it made any sense I think I was just ranting about it which was necessary you watch a football game like that by yourself and like you don't have anyone to talk to about it like I was snapchatting my friend today and we were talking about and I called my mom this morning to talk to her about it but it's just one of those things that you just need to talk about as many times as you need you know like out loud (laughs) so I'm gonna do it in front of a microphone post on the internet so yeah but um yeah all right thanks for listening to my my conversation on here because I just really need to air it out. I really need to. Um, but yeah, listen to Pat McAfee. You should do that all the time, but for sure from Monday, January 30th, just has some really good point of views on the whole officiating crisis. He knows that it's a mess. Oh, gee, you guys, I forgot to talk about something, so I'm going to go back to that. All right, take a little pause there. I don't really have the editing skills to go through this whole thing because you want to know what? I hit play and I kept talking. I just went through it, you guys. I told you that I can't play anything back because I'll delete it all. And this has been an hour of me sitting here, which is the longest episode I've done so far. So no big deal. 
no big deal at all um but yeah i'm not going through this shiznit and like figuring that out so but sigh bruh i feel so bad for him and i did not love the way jermaine pratt was acting going into the locker room but i get it he was frustrated and it's it is what it is um i think they blew that up but watching like bj hill stand up for him in the press conference because you want to know what those are damn vultures those journalists and they're they suck um for real um but i love that moment and you want to know what he's a human being things happen you know you're not out there it sucks it is what it is but um i just i felt so bad for him that was actually heartbreaking um and then the call on eli apple oh my god i forgot to talk about so many things the like freaking holding call on eli apple when even the commentators they said a positive thing were just like i wouldn't really call that they didn't do the hook and turn or whatever like they were calling it that it was and the oh my god the extension on the first down like you're kidding me oh my god that so is not a first down one hundred. Oh my god and the intentional grounding on burrow when p ryan was literally right there and two guys were literally swallowing joe burrow up oh okay we're just gonna go down a rabbit hole again but get the point that right there was just venting 100 percent you watched the game. You saw it all. I know you did, but oh, this had to talk about it for a minute. All right, but back to wrapping it up. I think I'm going to do my quote of the week. Don't worry. I did remember, but I also thought it would be so much fun because this week I was listening to a few songs on repeat like the whole time, which I do that all the time. I like get hooked on a song for a minute and just listen to it the entire day pretty much. Um, I never get tired of it though, which is always so fun. Like, the music vocabulary just keeps keeps growing. But, you know, that 2006 punk rock music, it'll never get old, dude. Never, ever. Never gets old. No matter how many times you've heard the song, more people should listen to punk rock music, 100%. I just, I feel that way. And my MTV Jam of the Week is Here I Am Alive by Yellow Card, Southern Era album. Great song. It makes you feel things, but it also has that, like, upbeat, like, good stuff going on but that's where the the punk and the rock and the emo and the angst all come together and it's great and i love that song you should listen to it it's 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 a good one that's a whole good album for real i love yellow card i met the lead singer at warp tour it's great um now for the quote of the week i think this one's cute it's just a little cheesy but whatever um it's spontaneity is the best kind of adventure tying it back to the beginning because it is you know the nights that you like don't have plans and you're just like flying by the seat of your pants like those are the best nights ever i know you can't even argue with me on that being false so i think and just like people talk about like being more adventurous and things like that doesn't mean you have to go climb a mountain or do something totally crazy like just go go do something fun without thinking about it, you know what I mean, like, spend the money, do the thing, have fun, you know what I mean, like, you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow, so, like, you can either, like, cry about the money you're spending, or, you know what, you never know what's gonna happen, so maybe you won't even see that money again, you know, not to be totally morbid in the positive quote of the week, but just, yeah, so, that's it for today, look at this, our episode, we're doing good things. Full on some skyline. We're feeling good. And you wanna know what? We'll be back. Things are positive. We're building the kingdom here. It's good stuff. So have a good week. 
be an Eagles fan. Hate the color red. Unfollow Travis Kelsey, probably. Um, and yeah, who day? <laughs>